This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. 2019 is less than a month away, so time is running out to make good on your 2018 New Year's resolutions. Rob is doubling up on gym days, hoping to make that goal weight. And I'm doubling up on Red Lobster coupons I'm emailing him. Shrimp fest for life, you will never be skinny. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Wait a minute, it's Shrimp Fest? Always. Oh man, you know, I I have to say, as much as a fan of shrimp as I am, something about unlimited shrimp from Red Lobster doesn't really do it for me. (laughs) Like, I just, like, I will trust a random bag from the supermarket. Although I haven't done that in years, since Noah put me on blast. (laughs) But I would rather do that than... Go and have a red. Lo- I don't know. So if you know, it was uh, limited you know, shrimp from Red Lobster. You'd be okay with it. Well, the thing is, it's like, what kind of shrimp is it? I have to. I would have to go once at least, I guess, just to to fully judge it. I haven't been. Well, I've now only... you know what you have to do this week. <laughs> By the way, everyone listening to this podcast <laughs> is now picturing Rob Scarecrow style with a bag of shrimp from the supermarket <laughs> over his head, like the Scarecrow from Batman, as if that hasn't already happened. <laughs> He's got to find every last shrimp in the bag. Sometimes you got to get all the way in there to make sure. He uses a no, trunk. You just dig in there. It's all. It's, it's a nice little shrimp pond at the bottom of the the bag because all the frost has melted into water. Rob, they're still frozen. You got to cook them. That's all right. They're getting warm. It's all right. No, you just defrost them. You don't cook them. They're already cooked. They're pre-cooked. So you just eat them cold, like with a little cocktail sauce. Really, you just leave them out. And you defrost them. Thaw. He warms well, them up with his tongue. I want to, again, clarify, I haven't done this in years, but yes, when I would do that, yes. He would put them out on the windowsill like uh, old grandmas used to do with apple pies <laughs> to let them warm in the sun. <laughs> yeah. And then right around supper time, he'd just gobble them up off the windowsill. Old country way. <laughs> Beat Yogi Bear out for it. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I've, I feel like I consume shrimp much more regularly now so i don't have to overindulge as much that's good on bagged shrimp uh right i don't have to overindulge on bagged shrimp whereas before i would only really have it like like when i would get chinese or whatever i wouldn't really go out and have shrimp Mm -hmm. as much when was the last time you had shrimp do you remember the meal no i don't it might have actually been a few tuesdays ago when i would have the post tuesday Chinese meal and mm. shrimp succulent. and broccoli. Yes, some succulent Chinese some meal. Chinese. <laughs> and uh, we're looking for some succulent callers. You can be a part of the show. Two one three wide nuts. That's the succulent phone number. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. I guess we should introduce ourselves. <laughs> it's succulent Sydney, hey. succulent Darren, oh. succulent Noah, and I am succulent Rob. We're all succulent. We're all, all right. sucking each other. <laughs> Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, okay, this is like a different broadcaster, but today I was walking down the hallway at Sirius and by mistake I shoulder checked Mad Dog Chris Roos. No! Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, Did he like, say I, I hit him with my um, with like my notepad and everything. Oh. He's like, ow, oh, my real bones. Bad job by you, Noah. <laughs> yeah, bad job, Noah. 
No, I was just I, I just went, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And I ran away. Oh. oh. Did he seem like annoyed or? No, he just like continued to brisk briskly walk away. You know, they're terrible job. Terrible. You know, if this was a romantic comedy, this would be like how you guys fell in love. Yeah, like all my notes like sports fell everywhere yeah. and he helped me pick them up. That was not me cute, Mikey. <laughs> well, actually, my friend Dave from work plays golf with Chris Russo. Oh, my God. And I told him that, you know, we're big fans on the podcast. Can I get an autographed um, headshot? So he got me the autographed headshot that I wanted to give away on the show, but I've been keeping it at my desk. So I have an autographed Chris Russo headshot. Oh, my God. So he, you know, like the the, pres- the president of sports, like his office is down the hallway. So Chris Russo is often there. Like, Can we just clarify who Chris Russo is? And uh... Well, if you know who Mike Francesa is, who we make fun on, of on this podcast, he, he was the longtime uh, radio partner mm-hmm. of Mike okay. Francesa. And now he has his own serious channel. <coughs> yeah, so he probably every time he walks by, like it's out there in the open. He probably sees that I have his picture. That's my biggest fan, there, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dog. That's right, dog. <laughs> Mad dog Sid Verso. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I mean, Don't worry uh, about Sid. Yeah, you know, we were doing what, <laughs> that, what Noah's doing on that podcast. We were doing that twenty years ago. You know, I made a podcast. podcast. Who listens to podcast? Anybody can have a podcast. Yeah, my <laughs> nephew has a podcast. <laughs> you want to do real broadcasting? You gotta, you gotta fall asleep at your mic seven days a week <laughs> talking about the Yankees. I think uh, Mons even has a podcast at this point. <laughs> Though, to be honest, if we played for Chris Russo, the stuff we do on Francesa on this show, he would love <laughs> yes. us. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, you should, God. you should slip a mini disc. Get him on. Book him oh. to Rousseau. Book him on next time, next time you shoulder check him, like yeah. do one of those slips of a little mini disc in his. Uh, not a mini. Who What would you a, a, US, a USB drive? Yeah. A thumb drive? A C drive? A CD? Do, they do CDs at Sirius still, right? So, yeah. yeah. So dat, a dat tape. Dat. Oh. dat. Well, I Rip. did see Rip a Walkman dat. in his back pocket. So, does anyone have any oh cassette tapes I could record this on? Yeah. He's, such a He's old school. We yeah. can give him some old cassettes of our old uh, college radio show. Actually, mm-hmm. um, we're. <laughs> I'm I'm very uh, worried about our wires here, especially my headphone wire. Because Bruno's, Bruno's chewing through them. <laughs> no, the bad did. job by Bruno. Bad job, Bruno. <laughs> he just keeps circling the table and getting tangled in everything. Oh, oh. and then we he go. unplugged all our headphones. There we go. And, oh, um, we're still plugged in though. That's good. We're still doing good. Can't and, hear uh, anything. We're gonna but, take uh, uh, we're gonna take a caller in a moment oh. as soon as we get our which we won't hear. Oh, our okay. cans back. <laughs> Bruno's a can smuggler. Okay. I gotta like okay. I need to tell a quick <laughs> story about Bruno. Oh no. Uh, Five six no two. We'll get you in a in a quick moment after the story. This rambunctious dog. No, you're not allowed here. Don't don't. You're not allowed here. You don't belong here. You don't belong here, Bruno. You don't belong here. You don't belong here. Oh my God. Move the fuck out of the area. So what's the so so very quickly, caller? Please stay right there. I uh, just while we're on Bruno, I moved over the weekend, and um, first of all, moving is so stressful. Uh, I hate all my things. I just wanted to like get rid of everything. So anyway, so I was still packing while the movers arrived and um, I kind of look at Bruno and he's staying near me and I'm like, I should probably lock like lock him somewhere or like tie him up somewhere. 
They're like, nah, he's, he's staying around me. I'll just leave him. Uh, and the movies are going up and down. The door's open. I'm packing. And Bruno's pretty much staying around me. All of a sudden, I'm packing up this box, and I look up, and I just go, I don't see Bruno anywhere. So I check all the rooms in the in the apartment. Bruno's not there. Bruno decided that he wanted to go downstairs what? and take himself for a walk. Really? So I just like, yeah, I'm talking about oh, you. He's pawing at you right now. <laughs> this is so sad. He's so like, I, it's embarrassing. Don't tell them. Just <laughs> oh, my God. Bruno. Bruno, you're you're a mess right now. He's you're a hot a mess. Night. It's okay. It's just seltzer. Uh, oh, this is can't, you, you can't leave that seltzer Great. down there. It's all the way over the... Hold on. <laughs> all right. In the meantime, yeah, let, let's, let's take this call. We'll, we'll leave that cliffhanger of Bruno going for a walk. 562, mm-hmm. you're on the live cast. Bruno, it's on our live cast. Yes. Hey. Oh. Happy Kishan. birthday to uh, your sister. Thank you. I'll definitely pass along. That was really sweet of you to say that on Instagram. I thought it was a sweet post. Duderino posted a picture of him and his sister Duderina. Let's see her. <laughs> Show me. La Duderina. Let's judge her. La Duderina. Does she look like him? Does she have the same piercing eyes? Um, if I remember correctly, they have this like a similar smile. We're both beautiful. Sid, you better make sure she's of age before you start. How uh... old is this woman? She's older than me. She's thirty oh. today. Oh. And how old are you, Duderino? Twenty-seven. Oh, okay. Oh. Post the photo in the chat so everyone yeah. in the chat can see. Uh, but uh, happy, happy, happy birthday to to Duderina. And what's <laughs> up? Did you uh, did you have a question, comment, or criticism? What's on your mind? Oh, I was just going to mention. I feel really blessed now that I met all the proprietors for Metal Injection. I bought Pepe Godla a few shots this weekend. Oh, that's right. You met Frank at the. Uh... Did you call him Pepe Godla? No, no, please. Say no, that. he wouldn't understand that. I I definitely said in my mind, but no, it was really <laughs> awesome meeting him. I appreciate uh, that. One was at uh, my friend uh, Mario from Zone in the Exile. It was his birthday at the R Bar. We met up oh, of that course, Friday yes. night. And then Saturday night was the Metal and Beer Festival, and I saw him again there, so that was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Mario is a mutual friend. I know Mario. So you're both fucking man dropping names. We got a lot of Marios out here. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our Mario? I saw him post something cryptic on Twitter yesterday. I don't know if it was like... From a book or song lyrics or something, Mario. Yeah, like our like our oh, no. you know wife fucker Mario, <laughs> ear bleeding, Mario. ear bleeding wife fucking. Maybe maybe Dorito we make, we make his ears bleed so he can't listen to us. It's like oh. <laughs> I don't. He, I don't it, know. it wasn't that. It could like, just be taken like uh, social media, like kind of like wind back a little bit just yeah. to decompress and stuff. I saw him. Uh, who was it? Douglas Levinson in the chat. Yeah. You probably mentioned your name once before, but. Uh, I'm forgetting because I'm an idiot, but yeah, I hope you um, uh, do okay and you're feeling all right too, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I wasn't quoting that uh, Donnie Darko song, then we had a problem. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, how was the Decibel Fest? What what bands did you see the day you It was went? a lot of fun. I'm uh, seeing Pig the Shore, Black Dolly, and Testament. Um, oh, nice. What was really cool was um, it was at the Wilton, so there's kind of like a huge, like, um, front room where uh, there's all these different like beers and they give you like a little custom shot glass to like fill it up and just like do samplers and dave mustaine was pitching his i was just gonna too. 
I was just going to ask if you ran into a good old Dave because he was there because he, of course, has I a Tulamon I even my Mama shirt underneath my vest. The line was very long, but by the time I got to the end of the line, I must have gone like five places forward just to see Dave and his posse storming off. He either ran oh. out of patience or another life. He saw that Mama Raba shirt and he was like, I'm out of here. I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the do not photo list. <laughs> Stay away! Get in line to make fun of my beer. Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very Excellent good. live cast mashup. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I, have you tried the beer? We don't discriminate amongst beer. Still, longer IPA. God knows what. <laughs> oh, wow. God. Dude, on fire. Did you uh, did you try any any of the the uh, Etulamon? Uh, I've tried it before. I'm yeah. rather underwhelmed with it. I like I agree. Uh, a lot of super bitter beer. And, oh, you, uh, I don't like kind of like heavy taste one. So, I mean, it's this Atulamon. It's better than a Rolling Rock, but that's not saying much. Is it better or worse than Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull vodka? <laughs> I'm constantly oh I'm God. constantly blown away that that that's Dan Aykroyd. Like any time I <laughs> I saw it before I knew. I would see it at the uh, liquor store, and I'd be like, yeah. that is the tackiest yeah. bottle of vodka awesome. I have ever seen. And then to learn that Dan Aykroyd is behind right. it. Right. You would think it's more like something Dave Mustaine would sell. So uh, in case you guys aren't, so if you if you see a skull, a plastic skull filled Bro, with it's, vodka. It's plastic? Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Glass, I've only really seen it online. I've seen glass know. ones. I didn't know yeah. Dan Aykroyd was behind all of them. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's not plastic. Yeah, it's probably. I guess it is glass. Whose who's career has taken a sadder post-SNL turn, him or Dennis Miller? Oh, Dennis Miller Dennis by Miller far. At least, mm, yeah, I'd lean towards Dennis Miller. At least uh, Dan Aykroyd made Ghostbusters. And, That's yeah. true. Yeah. He had some good things yeah, to do Yeah, he's got a much greater Dennis legacy. Miller's HBO show Trading places. You think well, I guess so? Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was all right. It wasn't as bad as he is now. You, well, yeah. <laughs> he's a right-wing he's lunatic. Yeah. Not even a lunatic. You know, he's more like a bland, like, right-wing. Like, he thinks he's owning the libs, but it's just not funny. He's just lame tropes, lame conservative tropes. It's weird how, like, people wonder, you know, like, what, can, can conservatives be funny? And it really seems like no, because even, like, people who were funny before they became conservatives become unfunny when right. they become conservative. Well, it's a subject matter. Like, you can't punch down. Yeah. It's like a staple of comedy. Like, you can you have if you're going to do satire like yeah. you can you can do punch down at like you know uh like there like s- certain types of offensive like off color humor is funny yeah. but you can't do satire and punch down at like poor people or like disenfranchised yeah. people it just doesn't work yeah you're defending like 1% ruling elites when you do that like yeah. that that's not comedy at the very least, like, I see a lot of people try to have, like, really edgy setups, but then the punchline doesn't pay off at all, and that yeah. just makes it a whole lot more awkward, so... Yeah, yeah and then like, the... Sometimes, the, if the, it's a really clever punchline, it can uh, kind of work and pull off, but it, it's much more it usually, destructive if uh, it usually you is not. it than the payoff you get if it does work. Yeah. It usually is not a clever punchline yeah, because they're too reliant on the, like being edgy part to be like oh i'm gonna really get people by saying this really fucked up thing and it's like well the joke isn't even funny yeah <laughs> and you said this thing that offends people that you know offends people you see this alexandria I mean, ocasio-cortez right <laughs> 
Makes as much sense as Louis the Sixteenth eating a Zagmuk bar. Okay, am I right? <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, the only people smart enough to get his references are the people he's trying to make fun of. So, like, who's the fucking audience? Trump supporters don't get Dennis Miller jokes. Like, who 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 is he talking to? He's talking uh, to like the, George Will, the other people who have shows at Fox. Yeah, right. Like, uh. yeah, the booking agents at Fox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben Shapiro. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, all right, Judorino. Uh, unless you have any any other witty uh, banter. I actually did have one more comment. Rob, why is there a picture of your dick on Bob Kid's Instagram? Well, what? Oh my god. <laughs> what? I sent him the same. This really cute slideshow of all Bobka pictures. And then the last one, it's basically Rob pitching a tent filling up half of the frame of the oh, photo. No. I asked Show Rob the same what? question. I was it, like, is fuck. that your peen? First of all, my heart dropped when I heard the first half of your question. Because I was like, what did I accidentally photo my dick? Then I quickly was like, wait, there are no photos of my dick. But then, uh, then I understood. No, it is not a. It is a very it puffy looks, blanket. Look, it looks like. <laughs> I gotta see this. You could follow Bobka, my cute dog, on Instagram. Bobka <laughs> injection. Construed that way, it wouldn't be my initial thought uh, when looking at see. it. I don't even know. Oh, there's his foot. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know how this was oriented with Rob. So. A what? Can Puffy Blanket be an episode title contender? I don't see like I'd love to go with this joke, but I don't yeah. see his dick. Yeah. Thank Anything you. that even remotely looks like a dick here. It's Ru- the last one. Is there another one? It's, well, it's the last photo. There's four of them. I only see one. Yeah, I, I showed <laughs> I showed everyone the last one. That's definitely <laughs> pitching a tent. Come on, Rob. Could <laughs> you just send Dudorino a photo of your actual dick so he knows the difference? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's Rob is wearing pajama pants. I'll totally take yeah. back my comments about this Bobka Instagram yeah. thing. Rob is wearing pajama Otherwise, pants no, right Bob now, and the pee pee hole is a little bit open. I'm wearing underwear as well. <laughs> He's got a pee pee hole in his pajama pants. It's Don't worry. There's casual. another layer between my Thank pajama goodness. pants and you. Okay. <laughs> uh I guess between my penis and my pajama pants. There's no layer between you and my pajama pants. I guess other than air, Air, if you count air as a layer. All right. (laughs) Now that we got that out of the way. All right. Yeah, I'm done. So, all right. Thanks, Deuterino. So, at this point point in Noah's story, to kind of circle back around there, Noah texts me, uh, I lost Bruno. And (laughs) because I've gone through a similar thing, I knew not to respond, are you joking? Because that's not something you joke about. Yeah. So instead, I responded, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and, then, and then she told me he just walked out. And I was like, oh, OK, so he probably just went around the block because he likes to sniff around. And then you okay. were like. But here's the thing about Bruno at his old age. Poor he's guy. he's kind of, first of all, he he's doesn't hear all, very well. He's deaf. He wouldn't hear a. a He's not a hundred percent deaf, but he really can't hear, and he's just become so like, like oblivious. Mm. He will go to the corners because I guess that's like where all the scents are, because like the Garbage trash can, cans yeah. are and poles and stuff, and dogs pee on it. So he always gravitates towards the corners of blocks, and then he just like walks into the street aimlessly. And sometimes I'll like I'll, I'll just see if he'll really like walk into the street when I see that there's no cars coming, mm. and he totally does. Oh, I'm like Bruno, you're not supposed to do that. So he always wants to like walk in like three different directions. One of them is towards the park. 
One of them is towards where Sid lives, and the other one is like opposite direction. And so, like, I so of the four yeah. major directions, <laughs> four, three, he seven, likes three of them. It's, it's, yeah. Well, there's diagonals. <laughs> so you know, there's at least one way he's not going. Okay. Yeah. Got what it. the hell happened in that direction that he's scared of? We. Uh, That's what you got to look into. Funny enough, I feel that it's, it's the same way with with Bapu too. There's one way she never likes. Like he's just not that. It, like he'll walk there if if I go with him, but he's just like not. He's not gravitating towards it. So like I ran out of the apartment, and all of a sudden I just like felt like a little piece of sand in a sand glass like i i just felt so small and insignificant and it was just a, this awful awful feeling of like i don't know what the fuck i should do so like i just like run to the corner to look down towards the park to say like maybe i see his figure or anything i don't and i'm just literally like frozen standing there and some guy walking a pit bull he goes excuse me miss everything all right yeah and i'm like no i just lost my dog he walked out, out of my apartment He's like, oh my god! So, so he's, so he's asking me about Bruno and everything, and I tell him, and he's like, you got to go look for him, and I'm like, okay, and he's like, what's your number? I'll call you if I see him. <laughs> I'm like, Are you hitting on me, sir? <laughs> so he gave me your number, and then yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so so I gave him my number, um, but it's just because he was walking a dog around, so like just in case he happened to see Bruno. And oh, that worked. He's the one that dragged Bruno out of the apartment in the first place. Yeah. Well, he, he he looks at me and he's like, I could tell something was wrong. I looked at you. I could tell something was you wrong. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> so all of a sudden I bolt. I just like run towards the park. I never ran. So like I can only run maybe a block at most. And then my side starts to hurt. But then I but I just like ran, ran, adrenaline. Ran. Yeah, same thing happened to me. Like I ran four avenue blocks trying to chase Popkiss. You were and Russian. I could never. I could, I could never. <laughs> I could never ever do that in any other situation. Yeah, but I, I was just pushing through the tiredness. I had no food. I had only four hours of sleep because I was packing the night before and just like took like a little nap before the new, mm-hmm. the movers came. I was insane. I was like literally out of my mind, insane at that point. And I ran all the way to the park. I get to the park, and then all of a sudden, I feel tiny again because it's like the park is huge, and Bruno could be in either direction of it. And I just like I was just like, "What the fuck do I do? I don't know what to do." Right, and you can't necessarily even just yell out his name because he, he hasn't been responding anything. to his name anymore. Yeah, Poor exactly. Guy. And it's an Italian neighborhood, so there's probably like a, a bunch lot of, of Brunos. Bruno. Hey, a bunch of Brunos and like, hey, I'm Bruno. Is something yeah. wrong, lady? Uh, why don't you give me a number? I'll uh, make him feel better. The whole bocce game stops. So. <laughs> Who was saying Bruno? I'm here. I'm here. What are you yelling for? Yeah, I'm Bruno too. <laughs> I'm a Bruno tree. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she a bot. So let's go back into the bocce game. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, I'm on my way, Noah. I will drive around your neighborhood and I will find him. Yeah, well, I figured anything because Bruno's sense of smell is still really good. Mm-hmm. So I start running back towards my apartment and I told uh, I told my dad because he was helping. I was like, you have to stay out here in case Bruno comes back or like have one of the um, movers stay outside. So I, so I go back um, and I see one of my neighbors and he's like, What's the matter? What's the matter? What's wrong? He said, uh, I found a, this a deaf dog walking down the street. <laughs> I just took him in. He's a really cute. <laughs> he likes a dog ass. I don't understand. <laughs> he likes a male dog ass. 
<laughs> I look, he's got a Pekka. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so the guy's like, oh, um, so um, he had just parked his car on the avenue, which is where I lived. And he's like, okay, get in the car. Come on. We'll drive around. So I'm like, no, I don't want to drive around because I won't be able to see him. Because if we're driving up the street and the cars are parked, it's going to block the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So so he's like, no, 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 come on, let's go. What do you mean you're not going to see him? And I was like, no, I, it's like, I'm not going to be able to see him. He's like, what do you mean? You don't want to see him get hit by a car? Oh, you don't want to see him hit by a car? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm trying not to think of that at all. Oh. Well, to your point, though, there is spaces between the cars, though. Yeah, but what like, if he's behind the car? Which well, you just go really slow. Thing. I suppose. Yeah. This is why you should have taught Bernard to walk on his hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> your fault. And hold one of those, like, sticks, those guiding sticks yeah. so I could see from... <laughs> A flare gun. Yeah. <laughs> so I get in the car with him, and he's driving me around. And, like, every time we see... A person with a dog I run out and I tell him hey if you see my dog he has a collar he has my number on there can you just catch him he's really friendly he won't run away yeah at one point he stops and it's like a kid holding a dog and he's like hey kid have you seen a dog and I can only imagine mm. how shady this looked because he had a Cadillac and like the windows were all blacked out <laughs> mm. and Maybe just I'll like him some Reese's pieces and I definitely feel like we traumatized this kid and I'm like trying nice. to, to to like neutralize the situation. I'm like, um, I I lost my dog. He's probably walking around some here, like um, yeah. somewhere over here. Um, hey, you see the dog? <laughs> my dog's name is Stranger Danger. <laughs> my dog's name is. Do you want some candy? Yeah. <laughs> Come closer. Uh, so then we're driving, and like a few minutes later, I get a call from my dad that Bruno walked upstairs back into the apartment. (laughs) Such a gentleman. That's what he's thinking. This fucking idiot's chasing me all around the block. Well, here's what I think. I think that like... He's trolling you. He probably just wanted to go pee and poop and he saw that I was busy and not paying attention to him. But isn't this sort of revolutionary though that you know he could just do that stuff on his own? You don't have to take him for walks anymore. Just open the door. You'll handle it. Now that you know it's still There's still (laughs) the wild card of humans driving that don't see bruno that yeah, could hit yeah. him. and him just him. just indiscriminately crossing yeah. the street yeah but if he practices at it he'll be able to avoid the cars <laughs> the greatest conveniences in life come at a cost rob <laughs> well she's got to decide if it's worth it for here's her here's the thing my first dog my golden retriever pluto we used to do i mean like my my parents would let him out of the house because they moved upstate and he would do his thing and he would come back to the door and he would like paw it when he was done mm. and, and they would let him back in. So the way that Pluto died was my oh, mom no. did that one day. And all of a sudden we got a call from the neighbor who said that he's in he's on the road. And then by the time we ran to the road, it was too late. He had already get, gotten hit oh, by a car. Fuck. So I don't want to go through that again because that was very traumatic. Damn. And I don't want Bruno to go out that way. No. How do you want him to go out? Natural causes. Okay. In his sleep. Dreaming about beef. No, dreaming about me. <laughs> Same difference. Oh, Sid. <laughs> Bruno wants the meat. Rob. Bruno does want the meat. I just want the meat. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I was very relieved that yeah. Bruno walked himself back home. Because, you know, I agree with you. That would have that, been... That been, like, the worst way to move into a new yeah, place. Yeah, it would have really dead dead dog. T- tainted your 
You know, well, you wouldn't have to keep him. I mean, but what? I mean, I would have to like take his carcass to the new apartment, put in like a box, and then figure out what to do with it. I don't think you could have just taken him to the vet. (laughs) You don't got to take him anywhere. I'm paying the movers. Like, I gotta get the job done. I mean, there is a river not too far away from your new apartment. You could have just. Dumped him in the, in the Or, I mean, you're moving out of the place. What are you could have just left him in the apartment. Yeah, leave him on the coffee table. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let the next tenants figure it out. With a note, Bruno's staying. <laughs> Can't afford the rent, though. Just wait till rigor mortis sets in. They could say he's like a nice uh, lamp or something. Yeah. Like an artistic lamp. <laughs> just put a light bulb in his mouth. <laughs> they'll rent to some hipsters. <laughs> they'll like, use him as a prop. Yeah, they'll mm. buy it. Poor guy. Ah. <sighs> I was so relieved, and uh, I'm so glad that I have my dog back. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, wow, this is the worst feeling. Like, ev- like I feel even closer to Rob oh. because I've felt what you felt, except that, like, it was such, like, a more, like, random w- with Bob because with Bruno, one, he had the tag on him, so I knew that if someone would catch him, they would see my phone yeah. number, and it says, please return. So hopefully they would follow that what please return like no keep him what are those yeah things i don't know he's a good dog <laughs> he's your problem now the tag says <laughs> just wait until he farts <laughs> please don't return he's definitely radioactive <laughs> farts warning <laughs> <laughs> he keeps knocking over the soundboard <laughs> and unplugging our wires but like at least bruno had his routine and i i was hopeful that he knew his way home mm. like when you yeah, said to me, when you said to me, oh, don't worry, he'll be back in an hour when he's cold and hungry. I was like, that's true. He knows where the food is at. And yeah, he he might, does like to be cozy. He might want to come back. He might not know how to execute it, though. No, but he's been around the neighborhood for years Here, at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I feel like he would know how to get back. He like, depends he wouldn't how far have... he went. Like, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Right. Too. Yeah, that's also that's true. true. I used to live in an apartment building and uh, my cat would sometimes we under our supervision. We'd let him walk out of the door and then uh he'd go up like i lived on the fifth floor so he'd go up to the sixth floor and once he was on the sixth floor he had no idea how to get back like he Aww. would go to the Amy. apartment on the sixth floor that was right above mine right and start like scratching on the door <laughs> so he, he, but i feel you like know. if you if you repeated it enough with the cat they would learn i don't know maybe yeah but see i don't think he's thinking of tracking like when he's out with mm-hmm. noah going to take a piss like he's not really observing his surroundings you know but beagles have like such a strong sense of smell that it might just be instinctual like like he goes to where the smell is strongest that he know that he's familiar hope so yeah Yeah. i think if he just goes too far off course that's when it would be confusing like if he did that in the new neighborhood Mm, there's no way he would know how to get back home Mm. but he is like he does uh, have his routine but anyway, yeah. So like when you said that, I was, it, like it made me feel really good. Oh, and hopeful. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, eh, Bruno, he gets tired of walks. <laughs> he yeah. wants to go back. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he likes his bed. Yeah. So that's great. That that was. <sighs> so <Yeah>. caller. <laughs> oh, did we take the caller? Yeah, dude, Reno. Well, was do, I thought there was another one. Uh, there could be another one. It could be you if you dial two one three wide nut. It's two one three nine four three. Three six eight eight. That is the phone number, and I do want to quickly mention that this week's episode it is presented by a wonderful band named Amana Marth, and Amana Marth just released their brand new documentary. Wait, can we hear Shlomo sing Amana Marth? Uh, 
That's right. Amana Marth just released their brand new documentary and supporting live albums, The Pursuit of Vikings, 25 Years in the Eye of the Storm. It's out via Metal Blade Records. <laughs> it's getting me a little gassy. And uh, in, addition, <laughs> in addition to the retrospective documentary, the live video and audio component contains two different sets at 2017's Summer Breeze Festival in Germany, capturing the band at their very best. You can get your copy today at metalblade.com slash Amon Amarth. That's Amon Amarth, the pursuit of Vikings, 25 years in the eye of the storm. Out now via Metal Blade Records. Summer uh, breeze. Making <laughs> me uh, I did want to talk about Dave Mustaine, Darren. Uh, I put this in the thread. Uh, so it is, it's pretty funny. I actually saw something on Twitter where a fan was like responding to something else and, and, and wrote like, Dave Mustaine, isn't he right wing? <laughs> And Mustaine was like, I am not right wing. Because yeah. he got backlash from being right wing. Right. Well, he, he would argue that he is in, independent. That he's not right wing, not left wing. <laughs> That's what every dipshit conservative says, though. Well, that and somebody who knows that part of his audience would stop buying his stuff if he <laughs> gave out his right wing. So he's right. got to sort of couch it. Well, he's clearly been, yeah, like coached enough yeah. to to do it. And I guess then uh, somebody asked him about it in an interview. Let me see if I could find these these tweets really quick before we get to the interview because it it really is uh, stupid because uh, like he keeps egging it at egging it on by like quote tweeting the person and and uh, like responding to it, getting more people like he's you know yes. He's building the controversy. Yeah. He's signal boosting this thing <laughs> that he doesn't want to get out. Right. Uh, okay, so here Can't we go. Can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I found, I'm trying to go down the... Uh, Twitter is his new Jägermeister. <laughs> A Tulamont beer, Sid. <laughs> so, so, there was, so some random person posted an old photo of Megadeth with Marty Friedman, and then another person responded, great band, especially when Marty Friedman was in the band, not so much a fan of hashtag right-winger Dave Mustaine. And he tagged he both... very beautiful. He tagged both Marty Friedman and Dave Mustaine. And then uh, would... Let's see, let's see, let's see. I just want to make... Hashtag sure. right-winger, hashtag RIP a right-winger. <laughs> You know, he goes, I'm not a right winger, but I guess there's not much light to see when your head's up your ass. Oh, oh for mm. God's sake. And it's like, why? Why, why even? Who was now this person he's tweeting to? A random Just nobody. A random, right. Not yeah. Even like a journalist or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then he's like Trump. And then somebody else responded, haven't like another rando, haven't heard anything particularly right wing from Dave or his lyrics. This guy gets it. Mostly just common sense and observation. And it's like, well, look, okay, maybe you haven't heard anything right wing from Dave in the last few years. From his lyrics, but 
No, but even in public, like yeah, he stayed away. Oh. He, he doesn't go with Alex Jones anymore. No, 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 no. He's got a new management since then. Uh. Alex Jones is not right wing. He's just a very concise and neutral observer of U.S. politics. <laughs> <laughs> and then so if the truth is right wing. So be it. <laughs> so after that, that somebody wait, nobody Rob, wait rob i have one more thing to say about alex jones he's very beautiful um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes. after that guy was like haven't heard anything particularly right wing dave quote tweets that guy <laughs> see and again signal boost and he go and he dave responds uh the guy was a tool Anyone who is a fan, in quotes, why is it fan in quotes? Anyone who's a fan <laughs> knows a lot about the band that they're fans or fanatics of. So he didn't put quotes Jesus. around those. No. Uh, or fanatics was in parenthesis. Then he goes, uh, more, most of my fans and friends know I have voted D and R. Uh -huh. <laughs> One thing for sure, I just can't do the Green Party. <laughs> I... Get a migraine headache reading his tweets. <laughs> his, well, his scattershot punctuation. Did you did you do a metal injection post though about Dave Mustaine coming out against the Green Party? That seems to be the big takeaway. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Dave Mustaine is anti-Green Party. He finally makes a, a direct Dave, political. Oh, I got I got the headline. Dave Mustaine quote can't vote for the Green Party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> End quote. Uh, well, so then he was on another on a, centrist on a Canadian radio show. And the guy asked him if anything, any there's such political turmoil in the world, would any of that be reflected in the lyrics? And this response, I couldn't wait to hear Darren. <laughs> I think right now that the state of affairs in the world, it's so horrible. It's just so horrible. People are so mean to each other. By the way, this is the guy that said African women should plug up their vaginas. Yeah. And like, to I feel like people are so mean to each other is very coded language for like, Civility. sure, sure, there might be some like, yeah, like some uncivil comments from the right. But have you heard? Have you seen what the left like? That's uh -huh. that's what that sentence means to me, right. because right. I don't know. I that's feel what like I think he's saying okay. I would agree like, with that. I, like to me, I don't think there is that like uh, so much there is. You know, there's only meanness on one particular side, I think. Right. Yeah. But also, and then a reaction to that. But he I, might intend to say that, but once again, not want to alienate a large portion of his fan base. So that's he keeps fair. it very that's fair. I think even leaving Dave Mustaine out of this, I think there is, a, this is such, in general, such a poorly framed issue because you, like, I don't value unity that much. I think there's some people we should be mean to we should be mean to yeah. fucking nazis like yeah. why, right why are we uniting with nazis like what well, what is the value in yeah why should nazis be hurt for one example like you, right we yeah. should be hostile to things that are hostile like, mm -hmm. yeah so he, he continues um there used to be a time in my nation demostania no that's not <laughs> in my nation where where when people voted they didn't tell anybody who they voted for and now it's almost like a badge of honor. Oh, no, no. Whoa. Didn't he, by the way, in 1992, wasn't he like the MTV Rock the Vote But guy? he didn't tell you who to vote for. Did yeah, he, he just said go did. vote. No, he was like assaulting people, telling them to vote for Clinton. No. And then he became 
mega anti-Bush, and then he became later on a Republican and proud of that. I don't think, uh, I think for the MTV thing, he went to the Republican convention, not the Democratic Yeah, but one. he was, what, he did one of those people in the street. Yeah, I don't think around. he was saying vote for Clinton. We could look that up. No, he was like, mo- all right, he was like mocking people that were saying mm-hmm. they were voting for, which I'm all for that. That's fine, but don't act like you're You mean uh, mocking people voting for Dole? Uh, was it no, Dole? No, in 92, it was Clinton it was Bush. versus Bush. Oh, Bush. Bush. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest, R.I.P. a legend. Oh, he was at oh. the Democratic... <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. He was at the Democratic <laughs> convention. Should we, let's play a quick clip, clip yeah, of this. By the way, we didn't mention Biden. George Bush kicking the bucket either. There was a good tweet I saw from somebody, I think it was today, uh, just saying, like, all this glowing coverage of George W. Bush just proves how horrible George H.W. George H.W. Bush just proves how horrible Trump is, that uh. even, like, a shithead like H.W. Bush is looked back on fondly but i don't think he should be looked back on i think that's people overreacting to how shitty trump is that, but yeah that's that that, that was the yeah, point yeah. like he's a a, a fucking war criminal yeah. let's all right we're getting sidetracked all right let's hear but he sky dove darren when he was very old fuck him old corpse rotten hell <laughs> he, he laughed at dana carvey's impression he, he yeah he, he had a Harvey. sense of humor on, and then he would spend thanksgiving with the troops when he would send them to these wars to die but at least he would go in yeah. one day a year and eat with them what and he married man. a grizzly bear <laughs> <laughs> the first ever wait he had another wife besides george washington <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. Oh my god! No, George Washington was the grizzly bear. Yeah. Oh, oh, they were the same. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> it's George Washington and the grizzly bear. <laughs> R.I.P. a grizzly bear. And also got elected in the first place with a racist ad. Hashtag R.I.P. Yep. a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. R.I.P. a legend. <laughs> Dairy grizzly bear. Well, let's hear a little. Outside of the Madison Square Garden. Okay. Look at listen to how different his voice wow. is twenty years ago. I'll be your host for tonight outside oh the National Convention. And if you look behind me, you can see there are people filtering inside of the garden right now. We're going to show you what's taking place inside there tonight, and also we're going to be asking glasses? people out in the street what they feel so about handsome. what's taking place in. Well, this is this is your peak crush era. Yeah. Twenty-five years ago. Inside. This is the hottest spot in America right now, and you're going to see it all. <laughs> That's the Dave Mustaine I had on my walls. Of Madison Square Garden, and as you can see, this is where the real politics place, take place in the United States of America. People can't get their voice heard, but it's only out here on the streets. There are quite a lot of reasonable, intelligent, non-Catholic people who are against abortion. For the same reasons that these people would defend uh, tuna and minks, That's I would stupid. think that anyway. the fetus deserved animal rights, and perhaps a lot more than that. There's a lot of people here that don't really like what's taking place in America. Yeah, this isn't the video. I See, remember. he knows his rights. Okay. Obviously, he knows where to get beer, too. He sounds We're pretty neutral on this one. New US policy toward Korea. I remember he got into a huge fight with Kennedy on the air. Oh, and Kennedy was like talking shit to him, like you're an idiot, and and he was like giving it back to her a little bit. But she was back like, in the MTV days, or when yeah, she had her no, Fox News show? No, like '92. Like okay, during this, didn't we play a clip of him on her Fox News yeah, show? And, and it was they, like very reverential. Yeah, well, yeah. she stayed the same Republican and he, asshole, yeah. and he changed into one. I didn't even back then. It's like I loved Kennedy. I had no idea she was a Republican. Back she then. usually didn't show it, but yeah. when this, like, I guess, opened the door for yeah. her to be, you know. I guess it's hard to be political when all you're doing is like introducing Soundgarden <laughs> videos. There's really True. not much call for it. Yeah. And now here's uh, Black Hole Sun. Fuck the Clinton war machine. <laughs> Wasn't she like? Clinton didn't she like? At some MTV VMAs <laughs> thing, like as Rudy Giuliani was talking, she was like in the background faking going down on the microphone. 
I don't or something. This. Yeah. What, when was this? During one of the VMA oh, things. Years like back, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when she was a VJ. I don't know. Like Giuliani's talking and she's like standing behind him like fake sucking a microphone. Mocking cock. him or just being trying to be funny? On video? Both. Weird. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty I sure remember. it was Rudy. Wow. Even Republicans yeah. don't yeah. like Giuliani. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the only people who like Rudy Giuliani <laughs> are Trump and the like... Like the portion of New Yorkers who don't pay attention to politics, who were adults during nine yeah. mm-hmm. eleven, and ju- and, and people who are very obsessed with nine eleven that live nowhere near New York. That's it. and yeah. racists, and also well, yeah, all sure. the Brunos in Bay Ridge. I feel like even yeah. the racists don't like him though, like because he does he they he fulfills their racism, but he does other, he says and does other stupid things. That's fair. And he's so awkward and shitty and angry all the time. Yeah. But speaking of saying stupid things, let's get back to this uh, wonderful right. Davis Sequel. No, no, it's okay. I'm just <laughs> trying to keep keep it on track. Uh, where was I up to? Uh, oh, I see. It's oh. a badge of honor who you voted for. Yeah. Telling people. On the flip side of that, you're going around talking about somebody that you voted for, and you're in the midst of people who don't like that person, and they're your friends, and they attack you because of a vote that you made? Then they're not really your friends. <laughs> Sounds like a, this, you know, like he's like projecting a little. I don't know. The real story was the journey all along. <laughs> the more you know. It sounds like more like persecuted white Republican mm-hmm, yeah. conservative crap. You know. Yeah. Like, poor me. I can't. Yeah, it's admit, very coded. I feel. I like can't what he's admit saying. my shitty racist condescending opinions because my friends won't be friends with me anymore. Yeah. But that's a good thing. That's societal pressure. Like, yeah. No one's taking your rights away. They're just going to mock how stupid you are in hopes that you'll become their friend and not say stupid things and embarrass them constantly. Uh, it gets better, though. The second paragraph, yeah. I feel, oh, is Oh, like... this is my favorite. America. He gives us a, a civics lesson. Oh. Mm-hmm. America is a republic. It's not a democracy. It's run as a democracy, but a democracy... Well, and I'm I'm not adding or subtracting anything. I want you to know, by the way, I'm meaning this verbatim. I'm going to read this okay. again. America's a republic. It's not a democracy. It's run as a democracy, but a democracy, my understanding is just one leader. <laughs> we have three branches of government. Do you ever notice when Dave Mustaine talks and a lot of other people, stupid people, have this same thing? is they want you to think they're smart, so they start expounding on something, but two-thirds of the way through the sentence, they realize they have no idea what they're talking yeah, about. Like, they listen to other people that are supposedly <laughs> smart, and they hear right. them, and they're like, oh, this makes sense, but then they have to relay what they think they remember, and they're like, uh. Yeah. But I hear this all the time. America's a republic. It's not a democracy. It's the stupidest, stupidest thing. It's like the one thing that people go to when they want to sound like they know something about American well, politics. What do they just, use that like to prove? Um, I th- well, all right. So a, d- a democracy, a pure democracy, is when you have people directly voting for the laws that get passed. So you go to the polls and is marijuana going to be legal? Yes. I vote yes. Uh, a republic, and and the, the drawback of that would be that you... Like the tr- the rights of the minorities would get trampled by the majority. They have no representation in government because it's absolute rule of whoever gets the most votes or whatever thing gets the most votes. Mm-hmm. So if the majority of people are Nazis or the majority of people say that we should burn all farms to the ground, you know, nothing will protect them. They're going to lose their rights. A republic is 
We still we have representatives that we elect via the majority, but there's a constitution that says, you know, these rights are protected no matter what happens. You can't take this away from you, and we delineate that so everybody has rights. And also, the rep- the representatives in theory are supposed to represent our views, uh, the views of everybody, all their constituents. So we have a mix of that, right? We have the republic, we have a constitution, we also have ballot initiatives where you can go and say. Uh, you know, I want marijuana to be legal. And we had that all throughout the country this year. So there's both. So it's a democracy and it's a republic. It's a democratic republic. But the, America is a republic. It's not a democracy. <laughs> it's just a word diarrhea. And then it's like, all right, if that's true, and then what? Okay, now. <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It's gotten yeah. us nowhere. You're just saying a thing. And then he, uh, well, then, he gets into it. He gets into well, it. Well, he makes it worse. First of all, from what I just read, before I even go to that, my understanding is just one leader. That's just that's one a dictatorship. Leader. That's a dictatorship. <laughs> that's yeah. not, and that's closer to what we actually have. Yeah. But that's not what he's actually saying. We have three branches of government. All right. Next. Part. I like him saying my under- like he's done research. My understanding. I've spent lots of independent study time at the library. And this is what I've come up with. <laughs> this was my thesis. I think that's a thing, right? <laughs> And I don't want to get into a history lesson or class of political science. Because he could. He totally could. He could. Because of all that independent study. He could school us if he wanted to. He doesn't feel like it. But for me, I see that there's so many differences between my government and even our wonderful neighbors, our Canadian neighbors. There's differences. So what are the what what are the differences that he's is he saying America's better? They have more moose, Darren. Yes, <laughs> that's, less health care. They have moose jaw. <laughs> too. So did I in '97. <laughs> <laughs> Had to cancel a South American tour. I got it in the hotel when I was going visiting Nick Menz's parents. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes us both unique and beautiful, and wonderful. To be individual. What? Like what? What is that? He? Says nothing. Yeah. That says absolutely nothing. It really is word diarrhea. It's word. Yeah, word diarrhea. So, oh, there's more. Hold on. But if I'm singing a song, and I'm saying, "Oh yeah, I've got this problem, and I've got this problem," and you're sitting over and say, "Catman, do," and you're saying, "You know what? I don't understand what it's like to have a car." So what do I care that you have car problems? That's why he stopped writing all those songs about <laughs> cars that Megadeth is famous for. <laughs> you know, the, the song about being stuck on the side of the road yeah. with a flat. It's weird. A lot of people don't know that Holy War is actually about a Honda CRX that he had. That was uh, <laughs> giving him trouble. Uh, Some of the kids that we played to in India... My heart just goes out to them. I love them so much. Yeah. Because I see how much they sacrifice to come see us play. Now, this next part is the most amazing self-indulgent backdoor brag. (laughs) Okay. So, go ahead. We played in Brazil one time, and we got a promoter that was a really bad guy. And he was charging the fans $275 for a concert ticket just to sit in one little spot there. And I, what does that mean? If they had multiple spots, it'd be okay to. Ch- I get like, <laughs> like uh, bleachers? I don't know. And I found out and I came unglued. <laughs> we fired the guy and we know ne- he didn't pull out the uh, karate on him, did he? <laughs> <laughs> 
He did Capoeira. It was very region-specific. What do these kids in Catman do know about Capoeira if I sing about it? We fired the guy, and we never worked with him again. Because the cost of living down there, it was three months' work to pay for these tickets. And I figured that is so messed up. So messed up. Okay, so I want to point out, he, like, you have to sign contracts. And you, I I imagine, like, the promoter doesn't just make up a price. The price is based on what you're demand for a guarantee is and a guarantee is like a guaranteed amount of money you're yep. going to get paid it's my and fault. then and then typically a band gets a guarantee of a like this is the minimum amount i'm getting paid and then if the amount of tickets sold reaches a certain point there are bonuses put in place that's a you know like a very you know generalized version of how a, re- a contract is yes. so like he would have known how much the price of the ticket was, wh- right. or like his management would have known when they're you're negotiating. All fired the too. And it's like if you're making a million dollars going to fucking Brazil, right. like the promoter has to make that million dollars back and then a little more. Right. You're not like a house guest or something. Like how? Yeah. Like how do you think they're paying you? You knew exactly how much that ticket cost i hate commercialism we'll be right back to this interview after this word from mustaine beer to Le Mans. <laughs> only 29.99 a can <laughs> uh, did you have anything more you wanted to add to uh, that i got a there's a little more here yeah oh yeah that's it yeah so i've kind of toned it down a little bit with the political <laughs> stuff to where it's more about being a one world kind of people Sounds like a globalization guy. <laughs> About the stuff that affects us as people. Not so much as citizens of any government or nation. Why put an unnecessary wall up between us, right? Oh. Is oh. he coming out against the wall? Dave Mustaine, why put an unnecessary wall up between us? Uh-huh. Or is he saying that the actual wall is necessary? Yeah. Oh, I see. Could be either. To have a oh, I see. All right. Uh, by the I way, don't want any of those liberal walls. <laughs> by the way, Darren, uh, you keep uh, leaning back into this plan. <laughs> kind of uh, looks like you're wearing a headdress. A like, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like a 1920s flapper girl. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of free. If you could like uh, move up a little bit or something, so you're not leaning. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid one of the leaves are gonna. One already fall. is down there on the floor. I don't know how long that's been there. Sorry. Oh, no. You could fan yourself with it. Why don't you give it to me and then I'll start my own plant? Well, if it fell off, it's it's dead. Plant murderer. It's fine. I'm going to have to separate you two. You're just going to get physical. <laughs> you can't separate them. I could try. I have yeah. a firm grip. You try. I don't think you would even try. You just probably sit there and not care. No, you'd be like, I would care. It might be amusing. I might care in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Just like grab some popcorn and watch them duke it out over a plant. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> we are one world people. Not only should African women plug up their vaginas, <laughs> Americans should too. They do for him. <laughs> That's true. <too. laughs> he comes into a room. <laughs> they put up walls. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary walls. It's the new Megadeth album. Yeah, right. And the show title. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, 
Has he ever talked about like what it was that changed his political views? He probably doesn't even acknowledge that his political views changed. Yeah, mm. right. He don't. I just see the center and what's right about everything. Yeah, he said he said that uh, he votes for Democrats and Republicans. And it's so weird I how say, when he gets older though and makes billions of dollars yeah. that he suddenly well, starts being he, a conservative. Yeah, yeah, and he became a born again Christian. So maybe that mm, was the turning yeah. point. Was when that happened, mm. and uh, you know yeah. he found his Lord and Savior. Jesus, who told him to put uh, plugs in women's vaginas mm -hmm. to tell other people to and to support Alex Jones. Yeah. And because he's not gay, he doesn't support gay rights. Right. Well, yeah. I only it's support rights that affect me. No one else should have rights. <laughs> Black people should still drink from the fountains for different from white Dave. people because I'm white. <laughs> Come on now, a dickhead. I, I mean, they could or they could have. It doesn't affect me, so I don't support their right to it. <laughs> His justification would probably be, "Yeah, there's not that many water fountains anymore anyway. What's the big deal? Why do Just we segregate need... the ones that are left? Why shouldn't we have children working in coal mines at eight years old? I'm <laughs> not eight. Yeah. Well, this kind of uh, br reminds me of something else that's kind of been going on this week. What? Is that like uh, there was a video about how? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer right. could be a problematic thing to show children. Why? Uh, well, the, the thought process behind it is there's a lot of parts to the story that are kind of shitty, that it's like, why even expose your... For example, uh, Rudolph is constantly bullied. He's discriminated against. But we're not saying that the, the show doesn't present that as a good thing. Well, right? it, yes and no. I think the the... Uh, ultimate. Um, I think Rob's going to get to a list of R things, and we can address all of them. Afterwards. Okay, so, so I like, have something to say about that. So you know, uh, Rudolph is told he can't date another like a doe because of his nose, his deformity. Like nobody wants to play with him. His gym coach oh. is bullying him, mm -hmm. and then the only then all of these. Animals that have fucked over, and I, I understand this is a very trivial thing to like. We're talking about a, a fairy tale, but bear with me here. All of these animals are essentially fucked because of Mother Nature, and then just because Rudolph, like the thing that they mocked him for, could actually be used to their advantage, right. suddenly they're like, "Oh, well, actually, you're not that bad." So there is kind of, like there there could be an argument made that he's being exploited, well, yeah. and, and he could like. Tell him he should tell them to go fuck themselves. If you can use your deformity to help people who are deriding you, then it's a good. That's the moral of the story, right? Like should, that. That could be extrapolated. Like as soon as he is exploited by these uh, people, reindeer, uh, <laughs> they they represent people. As soon as he is exploited by them. He joins up with them, like in, rather than saying no. You, because all he ever wanted was their acceptance. Right. That's the. I think that's the bad message. Yeah. But yeah, I understand why. I understand both sides of this. I'm like Dave Mustaine. I understand right. The other. The other side, of course, it is that like that he this, overcome bullying to and, like. And that like what not makes you different also makes you special. Right. But not so much that. But I. I wasn't going to really say that. I was going to say I do think this is a shitty message. But I think also in the context of when it was written, yeah. like I understand what they were going for like they right. didn't they kind of kind of um like ham-handed it 
yeah in in today's standards like we know better now like i feel like that this is not this is something that would probably not be made in the same way today right exactly and again this isn't a hard stance i'm not saying like it shouldn't be taken off television right you're being a terrible but it's just something to consider like hey maybe this isn't one of the best things so it's good that we think about these things now it would also be nice if in the last 70 fucking years we came up with a similar story that was better (laughs) and we didn't have to keep showing the same old exactly exactly but it's tradition so the so the video of like hey maybe we should consider some of the themes in this movie aren't necessarily things that we should you know the the things that need to be updated that went from the uh like donald trump jr retweeting it being like liberalism is a disease And then Fox News devoted their entire... Is that even liberalism anyway? That's I don't feel like this it's is... It's just a nice catch-all for any time yeah. somebody says something like somebody this. Somebody is offended, like some yeah. social justice. Uh, and then Fox News is like, like, they're trying to take away your Rudolph. And then I... <laughs> some people that we the follow on, on social... Rudolph. <laughs> some people that we follow on social media started posting things like... like are you like uh, it's just funny to us to to share these dumb comments like are you fucking kidding me maybe we should just end like cancel santa now okay like there's hey, no is, such thing oh, anyway santa is a much him. worse story the, than uh fucking rudolph there were some things that i was like yeah you know you do make a good point like it being you know and being sarcastic i kind of like yo oh he's sitting on an old man's lap uh, a problem now actually yeah if you think about it it's kind of weird while he asks you if you've been naughty (laughs) or nice maybe we shouldn't uh lie to our children for the first seven years of their lives and promise them shit and then give them presents behind their back instead of telling them the truth yeah like that too uh, tell them this great tale that you could never live up to only to have their hearts broken when they're eight (laughs) years old yeah maybe that's fucked up yeah i just love that it's like one person has one opinion and writes one article and all of a sudden it's a war on rudolph right but then i feel what happens is the other the people offended by it that group is so much larger and like promotes the story so much more than the original blip of yeah, like, yeah. hey, this is a problem. Because they like having these like nonsense culture war wedge issues to scream about. This is also the same thing that happens on college campuses. Like there'll be one story about one college campus where something happened that sets them off and they go, oh, college campuses are ruining our children. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is one college out of like 20,000 colleges in the yeah. U.S. There was actually this... something like that like this week. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Columbia, the the SNL writer who did a stand-up performance and got kicked off stage halfway through for making it. like an offensive joke that wasn't actually offensive. What the was joke it? was something along the lines of like, oh, I have a friend who is black and gay. And, and oh, let's just say the, 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 the comedian was Indian Indy. American. Okay. And he's like, I have a friend who's black and gay. And you can't tell me being gay is a choice because no black person would want to be further marginalized uh-huh. by choosing to be gay. That Something was the like basic that. Point of the joke. Yeah, it was, it's like not I'm even a joke. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say it as a joke. Like uh, there, there was it was more set a punchline when it was that. Okay. But like the response from the crowd was like, "How dare you? You can't no. speak for those communities." Yeah. And it was and like came, the organizers of the event came on stage and told him in the middle of his, set, his in the middle of a set, and he was like, "Can I at least?" you know and he tried to rebut and then like the idea was like oh how dare you know like he's he he's being so irrational just leave yeah i don't know at a comedy show 
It was at a like, college. It was oh. at Columbia University. It was like an event, like celebrating Asian oh, culture okay. or something like that, right? Yeah, and they hired him. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, look up his material. <laughs> yeah, and what is even offensive about that statement? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, there, yeah, it's a factual statement. Yeah. Well, what was there, the there were other people. There just. The like college conservatives students. or no no, no I don't think so. no I think liberals like who's yeah. getting offended by liberals that? how how like what is that the, 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 that uh, seems uh, like a very progressive uh, thing to say well part yeah. of the offense is he yeah like he shouldn't be speaking for these communities uh-huh. the black people didn't you say people. a friend told him is not yeah. that how you set the joke up? yeah yeah and I think the friend actually he said that the friend was the one that came up with the joke uh-huh. yeah so maybe they were just angry about joke theft. This is <laughs> it is college. Plagiarism is illegal. Yeah, in, the, right. in the article I read, it was Carlos Mencia Gupta. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> someone else wrote that like they the guy was bombing the entire set, and it was oh, more just okay. about get him off. Yeah, like enough bombing in a college. Wait, That's don't dangerous. say get him off because he's yeah. a comedian. Oh. I, it might be you know oh, take, it might be like Louis C.K. <laughs> oh. Louis C.K. was at the Comedy Cellar. I saw someone tweet that they got kicked out for heckling him to... They told take, him to put his penis away. Yeah. Oh, no, no, take it out. Take right. it out, to take his penis <laughs> out on joke. stage. Well, I mean, you get kicked out for heckling. Regardless, that's just the rule. So mm. you can't be mad that that's your fair. specific heckle, even if it was on point... I mean, it's a good heckle. They kick sure, you out immediately for heckling any heckle? I would assume so, or like if the comedian requests it. Whoa. They don't just let you stay there. Well, that's the key. That's and he probably was offended by that. I feel like he's probably so uncomfortable about the whole thing that he would just ignore it. Yeah, because him coming back to a heckle like that cannot work out well for him. We'll get used to it, buddy. I mean, yeah, like (laughs) no one's forcing you to go on stage. His entire set has to be entirely about this situation, or else we don't want to hear it, dude. Like, yeah, you have to address it. Your like whole it, comedy is about your life. Yeah, like, and this is the biggest thing about your life, and you're not talking about basically, it. Basically, so. exactly. Like, he has to essentially, yeah. I feel for their, for the nation to forgive him, yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, it's really whatever. But, like, he has to go through it and, yeah. and like, say it and, like, put something out there. And from what I've read, the only uh, reference he's made to it in his stand up is about how much money he lost. Yeah, uh, like it's just he's doing really everything wrong. It's just you can't about. do these jokes about your fucking Honda and your Cinnabon anymore and your yeah. daughter going yeah. to elementary school. And it's like it's hard to feel bad for somebody who, talking about how much money he lost when like I remember a year ago or two years ago reading like, oh, he just purchased a yacht mm-hmm. outright with cash. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're he's fine. Still, he's still fine. fine. It was you're future fine. money he lost, not yeah. current. Yeah, money like you eventually get to a point where you have so many millions where really is thirty yeah, million that you, much buddy. for you? No. Like thirty million is a lot of money. No. But when you have a hundred million, is thirty million that much for He money? did get Linda Hogan though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He got, what does that mean? What? He got divorced. He got no, divorced. but that was way before. Yeah. Was, but didn't he still already have a lot of money? But then? I don't think he had become Louis C.K. Yeah. at that point. He was already single. Like, I don't think his FX show had happened yet. No. Really? Yeah. I think yeah. it was before all that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So the alimony check is tiny. Does she probably, during. does she get percentage of future earnings as well? Yeah. So then, yeah, it's it, I mean, it depends on whatever they agree. It's whatever they agree on. But yeah. typically you do. You get, until the kids are 18, you get money. Yeah. Though I'm guessing like other than, like where is his income coming from now? Because he doesn't, there's nothing of his on TV, obviously. Streaming? Probably gets royalties. Downloads. Like 
Oh, I don't know. Like Did those... Netflix pull his stuff or no? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, well, he still gets downloads on his site. People still and, his old, and it's Pro, on sure like it's Spotify and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, all his albums are and still like streaming. comedy radio stations. That Do you want me to text Roland and ask? No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, so he plus just, internationally, he probably wasn't pulled like. Yeah, but other... like he's not doing any like arena tours right now. But he did it for years, yeah. and like each of those, each of those shows probably brought in a, at least a million dollars for him. So I heard he's fine. doing a coffee table book of dick shots. Too. Oh, <laughs> probably has a really gross dick too. Oh, we he's, saw it he's... on Lucky Louie. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I never saw it. I heard about it. Yeah. Is it gross? Yeah, it's <laughs> tiny and very white and gingery and well, t- you can't say it's t- like you yeah, know, it's not like it was, was tiny. Good. Yeah, I mean, it it's tiny flat, in the yeah. state that it was in yeah. at the time. But like at the time, it seemed like such a brave thing for him to do. Instead of making the female actress do a nude scene, right. he did one. Now it's like, oh he man, probably he got just, off on oh it. for sure. Yeah. Well, he clear, yeah, like he was very. Oh, much. Do you think? Do you think? Right. Like, do you think yeah. he got off on it, or do yes. you think like that's different from? A setting where he wants to take it out in front of a woman. He wrote the script. So right, right, clearly right. he was but looking for a reason to get his dick into the I'm saying, show. and I'm not trying to give him any credit no. or anything. I'm just saying, like, maybe that's distinct from when you're in a room with a woman and you have the sexual compulsion to take your dick out. Maybe he wrote that in the script because the script warranted it. It didn't really, though. Okay. In just the saying. scene, it really, he's in bed with his wife. And they're like doing sex stuff, uh-huh. and then the scene just ends with him like running out of the bed naked. It had nothing to do with anything. So you didn't, it did. It, didn't it was just matter. for its own sake. Okay. Yeah. Which at the time I was like, oh, like you're going for shock value, or whatever. But you're just thinking of all yeah. the women watching yeah. that show. Maybe he didn't get off as much as when it's just one woman trapped in a room with him. But also, still. though, I don't think because Sarah Silverman was on Howard Stern a few weeks ago talking about this, and yeah. she mentioned how. Like, while she's never had sex with him, they would, uh, when they were younger and she lived in the Lower East Side and an elevator in her building, they would get, they would throw all of their clothes out of her window. Oh, yeah, she's talked about and that then, a lot. And then take the elevator down and go get the clothes and come back yeah. up. I think she even so, talked about that before he got in all this trouble. Why? Mm-hmm. Just I to do think, it? Yeah. Just to do it. So, I mean, he clearly enjoyed. Yeah. Like, Guys, I have an idea. Let's take our clothes off, no. throw them out the window, no. run down, get them, and come back. Noah, you want to see all of us naked? It's, it's windy. Do you uh, want to see all yeah. of us naked, Noah? No. On top of that, it's 37 degrees. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, that's what an bad. idea. That's so sad. I guess they were wasted when yeah. they thought of it. And she also said that she'd let him whack off in front of her. Yeah. Wasn't that the same oh, interview? He asked and she said yes? Yeah. Oh, she okay. was just cool with it because she, she just wanted, she was interested in seeing she the dude whack curi- off. Yeah. At least he asked. Yeah. Well, apparently in all these situations, he asked, asked they right? said no, he did it anyway. Though not over the phone, I guess. Though oh. maybe he thought since it wasn't in the same room, he didn't Not all of the... Well, in some of the situations, he asked but did not wait for... Oh, uh, yes. He just yeah, took approval. silence as a, all right, yeah. I guess I can go. Yeah. Jeez. How many times was that that he did that? Well, quite a few. I mean, we only know about the people that came forward. We didn't. But didn't he ever come clean and say anything in his statements? No, he not, only apologized to the women that went public. But I think there were some anonymous. He says like he was going through a tough time in his like life and his marriage and blah, blah. He made it seem like it was just a certain yeah, sure. period of time. But clearly, right, right. Yeah, when he was yeah, doing yeah, it with Sarah Silverman, he wasn't married yet, obviously. And he was still doing it then. So clearly, yeah. this has been a it's long, just, long yeah, he, he clearly enjoys jerking off. It was yeah. a big part of his show of that he was a chronic just get a chat account man come on louis it's the internet man you can do it he likes jerking off more than soren kierkegaard likes watching mr belvedere marathons (laughs) okay okay do you you think he ever whacked off in front of dennis miller (laughs) well it's possible (laughs) 
<laughs> they were in the same circles. I think Dennis circle circle jerks. jerks. At the time, Dennis Miller was was uh, prominent. I feel like Louis C.K. was not in a stature uh, status yeah. that he could. Well, he could have been uh, working on the Dennis Miller other. show, and H- he was doing the Chris Rock show around oh, that right. time. Yeah. They could have been at the HBO offices. Oh, a holiday knows? party. Yeah. Emmy party. <laughs> Louis Dick is just out at all Come, times. Cummy party. Oh. <laughs> the yeah. Cummy Awards. Yeah. Just those Hollywood orgies in general that Ugh. we don't know about. Ugh. <laughs> you got three ropes of cum in my hair. I look like the bride of Frankenstein, babe. <laughs> <laughs> that, big, Frankenstein. that big mane of fucking big mane of hair that he has. <laughs> oh, that's very on point. That is a very accurate Dennis Miller. He was on Monday Night Football. Yeah, how? Why? Well, that was like that at the at the very that was when they were Louis desperate. Dennis no, Dennis Miller. Miller. Imagine Same. Louis C.K. Oh, well. <laughs> but didn't he get booted after like two years? They were yeah. like, all right, get out of here. He just starts yeah. whacking in front of Al Michaels. Oh, my God. Al Michaels would totally <laughs> be into that. Come on. <laughs> you know that. Gifford would not. Yeah. Gifford would not stand for that shit. But Al Michaels would have G- been. Gifford Al Michaels did. got me too also, didn't he? Did he? Or he was like a. Or Musburger was, did, Mus- I think. Yeah, but Al Michaels, uh, either that or he was like a, known as a, a big uh, stupper. Like not, oh, like, that I believe Maybe consensually. Sure. I believe that for sure. I can't remember the details. He seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> you were on the road. Then he used to go on Monday. Howard Stern and talk yeah. about girls that he was banging. I don't there. know about that, but he definitely went on Stern. I'm sure he was asked. Is Al Michaels still alive? Yeah. Oh, oh he does it still on Monday Night Football. Oh, he's still on Monday Night Football? Yeah. Or Sunday night now? No, he does. Uh, yeah, Sunday. He's on, uh, CB, on NBC yeah. on Sunday night. You're right. Is he, isn't he from Brooklyn? Is he? I don't know I that. think originally, maybe. Look it up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where's that picture? It's Rob's penis. Uh, well, Dudorino shared a link that a uh, passenger farted so bad during a flight oh, yeah. that it caused an emergency landing. That happens oh every God. now and then. I hear that story over and over, it seems like. Uh, it wasn't me. It was Bruno. <laughs> an oh, el- my God. elderly man started farting. And despite the disapproval uh, from people behind him, he continued when they saw that there wasn't going to be an end to this insolence. Well, you know that like when we die, we fart a bunch. So maybe the old guy like pat, like died and his body was just releasing all the gas. <laughs> this is a great sentence in this article. Judrita, where do you find these, these? I guess you just Facebook shares. But he, the sentence goes, unfortunately, nothing was done to stop the farting. They were sentenced to taking this unhealthy ass gas throughout the duration of the flight. Oy. Ah, yes, unhealthy ass gas. It's my nickname in high school and college and now. Does it end with the guy being dead? No, he's, he's still alive. I mean, he'll die eventually. No, because... Have no fear. Like, like I said before, like our bodies fart when we die. It's a yeah. part of putrefaction. But our bodies also fart when we're alive. <laughs> But like constantly like that? Sometimes. Come on, have you never met me before, Noah? <laughs> I mean, you'll you'll let out a fart here and there, but not like a whole bunch in a well, row. Sometimes. Like machine guns. I mean, I haven't had my <laughs> dinner yet. It's usually like soon after a meal. Oh, after a meal. That I'm really mm-hmm. explosive. Hmm. You're getting me at my best. What are you gonna have for what are you gonna have for dinner? Pizza, I think. Oh wow. Uh sure. by by the way, I wanna Oh, where where were Grandma's. you? Grandma's. Oh, okay. 
not my grandma, like a, a oh. restaurant called yeah. Grandma's. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to quickly mention last week, uh, we initially titled the episode Lil Nips. Mm-hmm. It was so, like off the joke that that was like my rap name or something. Yes, because of your nipples. Because you have little nipples. And I always refer to nipples as nips. And uh, Fred Durst commented, I didn't realize he was a fan, but somebody under the alias Fred Durst commented, letting us know, hey, did you know that uh, nip is a is a slur, is a racial slur against Japanese people? Because the answer is no. I did not know that. Because mm-hmm, the Japanese word for Japan is nippon. Yeah. So some of us did know that, but it's just not something top of mind because the much more common use of nip is mm-hmm. for nipple. Yeah, that was actually my first thought. I thought okay. Sid was going to go next no. to the uh, the Asian joke. I, it didn't even cross my mind until yeah. Rob mentioned the comment to me. That, and that's like I don't even hear people refer to Japanese people as that. It's an old timey. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's World very War old. Two. Yeah, so. I do hear it, but I play poker well, with a lot of older for people. people oh, who wow. probably fought in World War Two. <laughs> Well, so I would like to apologize to anybody uh, if too. you were offended, and it was not, yeah. it was completely unintentional, and we did change the episode title yeah. because again, it's not even though we yeah, didn't now intend it's little n words. <laughs> even though we, you know, we didn't intend the <laughs> the uh, insult. We there's no need yeah. to have something up that I might think the fact that it was out of context. We discussed this earlier, right? The fact that it yeah. was an episode title removes all context from it like if yeah. we talk about we can talk about nips on the air and mm-hmm. any if there's context surrounding it but just for it to say yeah. little nips probably not a good idea yeah yes so thank you fred durst that's a drop <laughs> <laughs> i mean sure <laughs> it is a drop it is a drop we're well, almost while well, we're doing mea culpas. I'd like to do a mea culpa to Leroy. Oh, which is the only time this is ever going to happen. Oh my God, he's not even uh, in the chances. I remember. Well, he'll he'll hear this eventually. Mm-hmm. I remember a few months ago he called in to recommend Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, to oh, wait. Noah. No, I recommended. Oh, him. did you? Oh, oh, then I, oh, forget it. Then never mind. Okay, but well, fuck you, Leroy. What were you going to say? Well, because I saw that movie A Star Is Born the other day. And I think oh, Lucas did? Nelson wrote a lot of the music, and he's part of the backing band in the movie. Oh, he's mm. so cute. And the movie was fucking great. Oh, really? So I wanted to give credit to Lucas Nelson. But if it was your discovery, not Leroy's, then Leroy, I take back anything I okay, said. Okay, well, I'll averted. take the praise. Yeah, yeah, good job. Thank you. He's, that, that movie was great. Have you seen it? No, not yet, it's a but I want to. You will cry. Why didn't you tell me that you went to go see it? I would have I gone with you. It, would, it wouldn't cost you a lot to fly out to Texas, though. Oh, because okay. I saw it with yeah. my wife and my mother-in-law. I my wife, my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was delightful. My mother-in-law thought that there were too many f words in it, but How otherwise, many, were there like five f words? No, there was a lot. It was like every other word of dialogue. Yeah. But I'm fine with it. But I knew that she would have issue. But beyond that, she said it was very good. That's okay. just a word. Yeah, I know. There's some people from it's a different time, mm. different different mentality. And now is like the time for me to enjoy going to see it because like I hate going to the movies when it's like a brand like the movie just comes out yeah. and it's super crowded it's probably gonna be yeah. no one in the there theater. was like five other people in the theater maybe when we saw perfect. it perfect so if it's still playing yeah it was good very good probably the best music the best audio quality for like live performance I've ever seen in a movie like uh-huh. it sounded great yeah, it was good. High praise. Yeah. You mean the movie? This the sound was the movie was done well, or the theater was good. I th- I think it's the movie. 
the movie itself because the theater was like a pretty small like alamo draft house in like the tech texas but like a real alamo or like the alamo draft no it was the alamo draft house but it was it wasn't like the main one it was just a little offshoot but um no it sounded like the live performances and stuff sounded awesome and the songs were really good okay which i did not expect to go in like being more like impressed with bradley cooper as a singer he was good he well, I think there's been rumors that it wasn't him singing. What? But didn't he really? go and perform I, it live? Yeah, I heard that. Oh, I heard did he, he took a lot of like singing lessons oh, and okay. spent yeah, years no. on this. He's like a very, maybe I'm, maybe I'm very talented actor. I remember we had James Lipton on the show, and, he, and, <laughs> and James Lipton was saying that Bradley Cooper is like his favorite student. What is well, your favorite word, one. Bradley? <laughs> when you get to heaven, who would you like to hear? Oh, yeah, because you could see him in old episodes yeah, of that show. Yeah. That's right. But that's he. I'm sure he says he's his favorite student because he's the one who got famous, right? And also, he's friends. He's, fr- he's friends with Lars Ulrich. Oh, I think Lars was somehow involved in something with the movie as well. Really? Right. I remember yeah. reading something about that's Lars. how Lady Gaga got introduced to Metallica through Bradley Cooper. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? That's right. Yeah. Why? Hold on. Back up. She got introduced. <laughs> To like one of the biggest rock bands in in the last. I just mean years. on a on a social level. Oh, oh like oh, literally, so. it's like I thought I'd you like might, you to meet Metallica. Yeah, I you not never heard of Metallica. Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, like no, all no. those people <laughs> posting on Facebook, hey, Enter Sandman yeah. videos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Song. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Lars met Stephanie. I see. Through <laughs> when did you meet her? That you could call her on a first name basis. <laughs> well, I'm just implying that it's the human beings, not the characters. I see. With the director. What is Lars's character's name? Lars Ulrich. Oh, all right. Fair. His real Lars, name, Lars, Lars Aldridge. <laughs> I wonder if Lady Gaga met uh, Torben, L- Lars's dad. Probably not. And then he, he would just keep telling her to delete that. <laughs> it sucks. Delete that. <laughs> his dad is like 90. It's crazy. God bless him. And does his... he go skydiving like HW? No. What? 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 I mentioned that before. It's what? a thing. He went skydiving in 90? Does he grope any uh, young woman that comes by his wheelchair? Yes, yeah, for like sure. Definitely. Sin, Definitely. him rolling George down Bush. the stairs is not him skydiving. <laughs> but it's a really high staircase. No, that was like a whole thing they were talking about on the fucking news about how like on it, like maybe 80th, 85th, and 90th birthdays he went skydiving. George H.W. Bush and was like, and unfortunately he lived. Yeah, and then like some reporter went skydiving with him, and they had her on the fucking show to talk about the experience. Like, oh wow, they Jesus, there Christ. was so much reaching with this yeah. uh, like m- memoriam. He was coverage. a fucking one termer. Let's all calm down. Uh, there's so much ass licking, I couldn't take it. You know, I, it so was much. so hard to like hear him be praised as like such a leader and like yeah, these that, people are just happy to have something other than trump to talk about for five yeah. minutes they'll take it's, it's anything so gross they have anything. some cia guys on there licking his asshole mm. i read uh about how like when he had that big speech about buying crack across the street from the white house on yeah TV, and they set yeah. that up they set it up they went to the ghetto and told the crack dealer hey come meet me across the street from the white house and the guy had no idea what the white house even was right. He and it was a place that was built out of coke. Like, yeah. What White House? Yeah. He was like, well, which White House? Oh, the one where the president lives. Oh. And then they arrested him like a week later just so he wasn't arrested beforehand. So it wasn't obvious. It was a setup. Yeah. Fucking racist, war criminal, piece of shit garbage. 
but the world is but we pay our respects. Yes, yes. <laughs> we pay our respects well, to his garden. It was the same with John McCain, right? Yes. Well, I think Bush did a lot more damage than of John course. McCain did because he had more access to power to right. do that. Yeah. Right, not because he's a better or worse person. Also, just like yeah, like he was in power not just those four years. Like all, he was Reagan's vice president, vice president. for eight years, and then yeah. head of the CIA before that, right? Yeah, so. white phosphorus in uh, Iraq. You know, and they. Uh, Forgot what the actual substance was that they used, but it's still causing cancer in Iraqis Jeez. today to this day. And uh, bombed hospitals, like and anything you could think of. He was one of the fact that he was a four termer is the only thing from keeping him one having term. the highest uh, body town. What is it? It's four one term. I meant one term. Yeah, four yeah. years. Yeah. That's a, otherwise you'd have one of the highest body counts in, in history. Terrible. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that. that wasn't that him who called out Ice T. It was the, for cop well, killer. That yes. was him too, right? Was it? Yes, yeah. cop killer yeah. was during There's Bush. Yeah, well, the Dan Quayle calling out Murphy Brown. Right, it came out actually during the '92 campaign mm. when he was running against Clinton and he was still president. No, uh, he he did a whole. That was a big big pl- uh, plank of his uh, platform yeah. was shitting on Ice T. I, if you don't know, Ice T and Body Count's first album, they had a, a song "Cop Killer" on there that got banned, and they re-released the album. The what was it? Sony, I guess. Warner. They, a Warner. They caved and and took the song off and uh, released the album again. Uh, Which all it did was made the original copies more valuable. Yeah, I have the I vinyl at uh, at my, oh really my mother's nice. house somewhere Whoa. somewhere in a box with "Cop Killer" on it. Nice. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I've, I remember, I can't find the clip, but I do remember that George Bush, I to have these songs like Cop Killer. And by the way, Cop Killer is like one of the least offensive songs on that album. It's a very offensive album. Like, why were they okay with the other eight songs or whatever? He didn't listen. He just well, that the wasn't the one. single. That wasn't the one that. Uh, was Cop yeah. Killer a single? I yeah. Think it was. I thought Did that so. Did come out as a single? I, I thought they made so. a, they didn't, didn't they the make a The single was their cover of Faith. <laughs> that's not true i thought it was there goes the neighborhood was the uh oh yeah the same album i yeah. guess it must yes. have been yeah. yeah it was on the it was yeah. on the first one their second album was kind of whack I, their last last one was all right. last one was, i really liked and the one before that as well it's i remember being good. let down by the follow-up album i i like the most recent one i really like because he got a really good Hardcore producer, Will Putney, who does just, just hardcore bands. And so it's just like a really great hardcore album. And then just Ice-T rapping over it, you know, like, or not even like, you know, yeah. talk rapping, like right. doing his style. I just wish he wasn't like trying to like steal old glory from himself. Like that song EMT Torturer. Uh-huh. It's fucking lame. <laughs> get it. it's, a, it's a joke. Like, cop, get it, Rob? Come on. I, he, I, uh, he, Rob's never actually listened to the album, so he thought that was an actual song <laughs> on there. He didn't want to. I'm a motherfucker! BMT Tundra! See those lights flashing? I don't pull over. <laughs> die, die in that ambulance, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to hear that song. No, it real. just it didn't click with me. Like, wait, like, wait, what? EMT, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, I got. No, you crying? say you only it's helping sad. people. Fuck you. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks, <laughs> EMT. That's what EMT stands for. 
<laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Eat more testicles. <laughs> We're very mature. Yes. Totally. Very uh, legal and very cool. That's us. <laughs> Tell us what to do. Stab nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed body count. Wonderful. And fuck George Bush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's now uh, making his way through the fourth circle of hell uh, on his way to permanent uh, ball torture. What if he like what if he's into that? Yeah, like Rob. Well, they know you think hell is not run well by people who know what they're doing. They torture you with things that you don't like. You know, mm. you look right into your soul. <laughs> if you have one. <laughs> Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. What do you do with someone like George Bush? They just they give him a management position. Oh, we've yeah, been waiting for you. We've got a cubicle. Oh, you, you, <laughs> you killed way. You gave us way yeah. more bodies yeah. down here than we could ever handle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great! You're finally here. You got a lot of work to catch yeah. up on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, groping people for the last forty years in your stupid wheelchair? <laughs> Nothing but respect for. President George H. W. and George W. Did our friend Mark have any opinions on the death of a president? Yeah, just like nothing interesting. Uh It's like an R.I.P. post. That's another thing. uh, His seed was probably the worst thing he gave the world. He killed a million more people. Yeah. 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 But wait. But to be fair, he gave Michelle Obama a cough drop once. (laughs) He's a good guy. But it was loose in his (laughs) pocket. Yeah. It was loose in his pocket. It wasn't even in a wrapper. Uh, like had like hair on it yeah. and lint. <laughs> well, no, it was it was his wife's candy. He asked his wife to give him a candy to pass to her. Yeah, so so it was probably like fifty years old. It's from childhood. I'm gonna do this photo up here. Uh, I saw someone retweet like you know one of the one of HW's granddaughters works for NBC, mm. and uh, she did like a a report about her grampy. Uh, it's so bad, and I the a best, report <laughs> like a book report, a diorama, like a yes, like a diorama. <laughs> Did anyone hang this on the refrigerator afterwards? Well, I just want to play this one part. Uh, oh, well, it's a th- audio. It's a video, like a video goodbye to her to her grampy. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, but. <laughs> begins this week saying goodbye to President George H.W. Bush. Our thoughts are, of course, with I'm, his family. I'm going to scan through a the- little. <laughs> just, to get, just to get to the... We don't need... To the part where he's gay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this music. is happier. I want to get to... There's this one part with... Uh, Laura Bush, which is he hilarious. He thought it was very amusing to, to uh, make people laugh and to come out in sort of some goofy hat he loved that i think he loved being funny i'm Did, doesn't that sound like a zach alfanakis clip yeah, like for sure oh, he had a oh hat. he's just so funny he just comes out with a hat he and the cutest <laughs> little starling little hat <laughs> it's just so funny he was just always so funny he had a hat one time it was a New York Yankees hat, and we uh, just couldn't think of Gramps. You're remember, crazy. I remember he irradiated 500,000 Iraqis, and then he came out with this cute little pom-pom hat. It was so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, Grampy, you are too funny. You it are took, too funny. Everyone's mind off that terrible criticism. I like everyone calling him racist. 
<laughs> Does anyone else find it a little weird that like she looks just like Barbara Bush? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, like both of the Bush. the Bush sisters. No, no, not not the sisters. Laura. The he mom. married his wife. Oh, Laura Bush looks like Barbara Bush. You think? Yeah. Oh, I can see She's that. Elle McPherson compared to Barbara Bush, I'll say that. Well, we'll no, see in 20 years. Like, uh, hopefully not. I remember about five years ago sitting in that old little old motorized wheelchair that he had, and he had one of those little darling little hats, and his pecker was just right oh, under it. No. And he had one of these female interns touch it. It was so adorable. <laughs> it was Tommy Laren. He's <laughs> like, no, no, that's just a little extension of my hat. Just touch it. It's like a little pom-pom. I just—he was so funny. He would wear a hat. What, like, what are the I'm, odds that I'm like? What a sheltered life. He would live. wear a hat. <laughs> what are the comedy. odds, though, that 95 percent of the time the hat was actually just a yarmulke, and he'd just say like a bunch of anti-Semitic? Yes. <laughs> and that was their, they're like, really sanitizing the, the story. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. You know, little old keeper, little skull cap. You know where you can find out a lot about that hat? Lonnie's hot pack. Oh cast. no. No, he doesn't. He keeps it non-political. <laughs> it's only sports hats. Gonna take over the world now. Gonna take over the world. Have our little secret meetings. Look at me and my skull cap. Oh, Daddy, you're so you're so funny, Poppy. You're so funny. When you make fun of them Jewish devils, you're so funny. It's kind of the show, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> We, we don't, don't actually have the hats. We don't have the hats because it's an audio medium. Yeah, but. theater of the mind. Yeah. Well, some well, of us have wearing a hat. hat. I'm sure our listeners pi- yeah, all picture hat. all of us in yarmulkes. <laughs> anyway. And long skirts. All of us, senses. even Noah, are that yes. 4chan <laughs> drawing of the yeah. Jew with the giant nose. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> By A. Wyatt Mann. <laughs> Let's hear a little more of this oh, Bush dear. tribute. Just see what, what what else. Sure that every one of his grandchildren thinks that he loves them the most. He's just always makes every person feel so special. How those Iraqi oh. children feel about him? <laughs> <laughs> they don't get to feel because they're all in the ground. <laughs> they're all vaporized. Yeah. My grandfather always said his greatest gift was his family. He was blessed with six children, 17 grandchildren, and children. great-grandchildren, too. Only Whatever five of them developmentally about. disabled. Yeah. Like, his seed has been, like, distributed so much. This really reminds me. So gross. This is a very esoteric thing I'm going to bring up, but it's, to me, worth it. There was a video game in the mid-2000s, a computer game, where it was supposed to be educational about the Iraq War and about Bush being horrible. And one of the bosses was a giant Barbara Bush. Oh, my God. That popped out Bush babies at you. <laughs> oh. And you had to fight them off and then kill her. Wow. What the hell video game was that? Dude? I'll have to look it up online. That couldn't have been like a major release from an actual video game. No, 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 no. It was like, like a freeware. Okay. It was like you, like it was intended to be educational. That is fantastic. Yeah. And then the, you, the, 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 um, the guys that you controlled were Mr. T, Hulk Hogan. And I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Wow. And Mr. T, the first line I remember is like that you, you meet him in the hospital and add him to your team. He's like, I just beat the cancer. Hopstail. Hopstail. <laughs> Say it right. Hopstail. I beat the hopstail, fool. <laughs> no, the cancer. He beat the cancer, yeah. not the hop. The hopstail helped him out. Ugh. Anyway, I'll I'll look Bush. into that and, yeah. and I'll get the, the name of the game. Yeah, that would be, be great, but... <laughs> Do you want to keep playing that? I guess we could play a little more. Hands were placed on him in his professional life, and there were many 
We all knew we could count on him. He made each of us feel adored. It, no matter how many Iraqis he was bombing, he would stop and help us with our homework. It helped that we were all white. <laughs> Always, he was our rock. A lot of he was a rock? Wait, that's very tasteless. Wow. The laughs around the table, and that is certainly how he grew up. With everybody at the table and everyone talking and everyone laughing uh, during those meals. They were so much fun. And it's weird that, like... The person not at all related to him is the one with the most sound bites. Oh, yeah, where's his son? L Laura Bush. Yeah, where's George W? By his side, devoted for more than 70 years. Okay, I can, you know what? I can't Once they mic'd up George W, he just kept making fart sounds, so they didn't really have any useful audio from him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a scamp. He just made chimpanzee sounds. <laughs> well, that's his normal speaking voice. <laughs> R.I.P. a legend. <laughs> you remember that the other thing about Bush was that the just like the Iraq war was fabricated with the you know the uh, Colin Powell with the vial of anthrax mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all that and Saddam did 9-11 they fabricated the first Iraq war too there was like a whole um, uh, media campaign they hired a third party media campaign like a like an advertising company to do this uh, they came up with this completely fabricated story that Saddam Hussein was like snatching babies out of incubators and stuff like he had his military men going and take what? babies out. They had Iraqi people and like teenagers that came to the U.S. and spoke on behalf of the like Iraqi people that yeah. he, about all these war crimes that he was supposedly doing. And they were, it came out that they were all actors and fake. Oh, wow. Completely. It's it one of those times that the nutty conspiracy theory actually was true. And uh, it was they were caught. They totally got caught. And they bombed them anyway. I thought the whole pretext was Kuwait. Yeah, they, it's like when they were trying to make a case for of so like all oh, other bunch of other shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same thing they did with the with yeah. uh, Iraq. Oh, he did nine eleven. Oh, he's got WMDs. Mm -hmm. We have to. He's got rape rooms. That was actually true. <gasps> Wait, who who had rape rooms? Saddam Hussein had rape rooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes well, what sense. are you going to rape somebody in the street? You got to do it in a room. You got to do it in your palace. When you're the fucking dictator, you're not going to do street rapes. A Bush was the king of fabricated photo ops like that. And the Willie Horton and uh, mm -hmm. the crack thing. And unreal. They had no shame back then. And they could get away with more because there was just there, there was no Internet. Yeah, exactly. Yet. Al Gore hadn't yep. invented the Internet yet. <laughs> and there wasn't 24 hour news. News was only yeah. one or two hours a day. That well, was yeah. fake, too. Existed. The fucking uh, Al Gore invented the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, CNN existed, but I think it was more. It was, it was in its early stages. Yeah. Well, no, wasn't it since like the eighties? The CNN was, was it? I thought I it was so. early nineties. Yeah, like no, no, it was late eighties. I would say. Late but 80s. I'm just saying it wasn't. Right, it wasn't ubiquitous. the same kind of yeah. coverage that it is now. Right, they were doing like car chases and whatever. All sorts of different stuff. Sport, yeah. like it was just like general news. Yeah. As opposed to politics, politics, and politics. Now it's, now it's kissing Bush's ass twenty four seven mm, and yeah. McCain. Yeah. Whatever Republican dies. That or, or just like what is the most incendiary thing yeah. that Trump has said that we could just keep replaying over and over to <laughs> rile people up. He wrote Kofifi again today. No one knows why. Very good. Very cool. What was it? Oh, very yeah. legal and very cool. Very legal. Very, very cool. cool. Very cool. 5 a.m. tweet. Very legal. Very cool. Ugh. Do we have any listener mail? No. Oh. Really? I mean, the... 
Let me double. No one loved this this week. Did you get any mail just at home, Rob, that you could like open up and read to us? Any of your that sound? That's my phone ping. Where is it? Fucking no. I don't live here. Pinged your phone. I hear a ding ding going on. Public naked. Oh, it's right under your ass. Oh, for God's sake, Rob! There we go. You should have had it on vibrate. I had a better time this whole time. Let's see. Let's see. I don't think we had any. Listener mail, sometimes we do get some during the show, and I always feel. Why would anyone send it to us during the show? During the show, you should be calling 213-WIDENUT. They're shy. That's all. They're very shy people. Uh, let's see. Nope, nothing. Uh, Thanks, but you, you can leave us some hate mail at hatemail at mentalinjection.net. That's the email address. You can... Send us some comments or criticisms. We'll read them on the air. Or, you know, if you don't want us to read them on the air, you can just say, don't read this on the air, and then we'll share it amongst ourselves and be like, isn't this a sweet message we can't read on the air? Yeah, we do that. We do that we in got some chat. of those, and we always appreciate them. I and, reply uh, all with awe. <laughs> we have, we have our own little group chat that we have, but we also have a Discord chat. Yeah. All right. That's right. You can chat with us, mostly Sid and Darren, all throughout the week. And Rob it, makes cameos. I pop in and, like, Sid and Darren, you guys get into it with some of these people. Like you got into quite a, uh, uh, was it like a theological discussion, Darren, I feel, a few days ago about like. When is Darren not uh, having a theological discussion? About, yeah, it was like about uh, the, uh, religion and stuff. Like yeah. That. And, uh, no, it was, a good, it, was a good, it was a good read. And, uh, you know, you could do that all throughout the week on our Discord. The link is on our webpage, which is, of course, metalinjection.net slash livecast. And... <clears throat> That's the link. You can also pick up some some merch. Oh no, Bruno's Bruno's choking. He's choking. He just has his, his like. He's like, I just oh, need to cough it he's out. He's gonna puke on your carpet. Oh, is he? <laughs> he's doing that like mechanical thing. <laughs> dogs do. He's gagging a little bit. I think one of Rob's balls might have <laughs> slipped into his mouth while he was next to him. Get out of here! That's not right. I agree, it's not right. Keep your balls out of the dog's mouth. <laughs> what are you doing? Has Bobka puked, puked yet? Or puked? She? She's puked occasionally. <laughs> Does she do that like mechanical sound where it's like... Um, yeah, but it's very quick. It's like... Oh, good for it's like her. That's good. That's it. Does she try to eat it after she pukes it? Uh, No, she just looks very embarrassed. Aww. Or I, I like to project that feeling. <laughs> you want her to be... Embarrassed. Yeah, I want her to be. And, and she, you're like, she's, no, she's you're... Not. No, not at all. I, 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 uh, I reassure her, give her an ice cube so she could clear oh. out her throat a little. You know, like That's so she's thoughtful. A, yeah, she's not gonna drink water because she like doesn't think to do it. But Rob is so adorable with Bobka. Just like if if anyone can see how this like little tiny dog tames this <laughs> big burly man, she's just so cute. It's heartwarming. Like he will lay. Like sprawl across the floor and like stretch his arm just to pet her. Well, she's finally allowed me to start petting her, <laughs> but I have to approach her <laughs> in a very like I I have he to like, get I have to get on the ground like ten feet. Knees. Yeah, Can get you on my. Okay. How painful that must be for him. So I have to get on my knees, and then I get all the way down. Like I lay down on the floor, 
and turn around on my back and essentially have to like push up slowly <laughs> to get closer to her so she doesn't feel that I am in a threatening position. And then I can pet her a little bit. Are you fully nude? No. Do, this. no. <laughs> do you ever throw your clothes out the window? <laughs> pet Bobka, pick her up, run downstairs with her and get your clothes back? No, I don't. Maybe maybe tonight. She wouldn't let show. him pick him up, but pick her up. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very rare. But everything occasion. else is realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like even when she wants to be picked up, she doesn't want me to pick her up. Like there was a time that another dog scared her, and I, and like she didn't want to walk. I was like, all right, I'll I'll lift, I'll give you a little <laughs> love. And she's like, wait, no, I don't know. I'd all right, fine. Walk. Oh, she let you? Yeah, no, okay. she let me. There was a few times where she let me. <laughs> And then sometimes when she misbehaves, I'm like, all right, well, I'm lifting you up. As punishment. Yes. For her, not for me. Yeah. For me, it's great. I get good snuggles. This sounds problematic to me. All right. Oh, I got a You okay now? Like dog, like owner? <coughs> yeah, I think I just had a Bruno just to, need to puke on your carpet, Rob. Can I? Uh, please don't. Uh, anyway, we're gonna, we're going to get out of here. Okay. And, uh, did you want me to play this, Jared? Yes, because I don't have internet right now. And so, we'll see you guys next week, next Tuesday. We'll be back. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. Have a great week. Touch me in the pouring rain. Dirty dick. And the moment that you wander apart from me, I wanna feel you in my arms again. I have no choice. And you come to me on a summer breeze. Keep me warm in your love, then you softly leave. And it's me you need to share. Creamy beef stroganoff.
Hitler did. I didn't have to be that loud. I mean, I feel like it's probably a little gross.